Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Dread Podcast Network presents... Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. It's your girl Cat Daddy. And Jazz the 40 ounce connoisseur. And we're here. We're feeling queer and excited because that's my life. And um I know <laughs> you can't see her hands, but she started duck walking. So um yeah, anyways, weirdness aside, this week we're talking about Final Destination and not just the first movie, but the actual franchise itself. So and it's it's a ride. All five movies, guys. All five movies. Um, and the last two were a first watch for me. Um, okay. Because I had I saw one, two, and three. Did not check out the other ones. I have thoughts. Uh, definitely have thoughts. But overall, they were a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a good time watching them. And two is a really good time. It's one of my favorites. I saw that in the theaters. That is the only one I saw in theaters. I think I saw I saw two in the theaters. I saw three in the theaters. I might have seen four and five or might have ended up renting five. The first one was definitely something that my mom had like got from the blockbuster down the street because the car wash down the street from our house is the now car wash used to be a blockbuster. And you kind of still see like the little lettering and stuff. Very weird. Um, but I I felt like it was a good a good rant. Honestly, I am a fan of this franchise. I think this is another one of those franchises that I might have not necessarily on my back, but in my pocket. Like I like I know someone's gonna shake their fist at me. I like the way that the fifth movie kind of ties up the story. However, if they threw a sixth one in there to kind of like just really rip my edges off, I'm about to see it. Okay, yeah, you already right. know what the fuck is up. I think I would see if they made another one. Why the fuck not? But hopefully Take my money. But hopefully, hopefully it's, it's video ho- on demand. And hopefully it's practical. Very practical. Because I have some commentary on all this goddamn CGI. I'm not I'm not excited about it. As time went on, they cranked the CGI up through the roof swag. And I have thoughts. I really just want to see people kind of venture more back to practical effects. Um, i.e. Psycho Gorman and all in between. Yeah. Like, I stand. Listen. I like on. CGI with an asterisk, but also practical effects yes like don't don't make don't make the blood cgi come on man i want to see some real blood yeah don't be the, the real way it looks for me the scarier it is for me and the more i feel immersed in the film and it doesn't matter how fucking like out of control the movie could be it could be like another sharknado situation but if it makes me feel like dang a sharks really could be flying at me dog like if you manage to get me to feel like that then that definitely means that I had a great time. I also like to just watch random shit to have a great time. But this franchise was not that. Although some people might feel like towards the end it became that. 
Um, the beginning, it was very much like, so just an overview for anybody who is not aware of this franchise. Basically, um, there are a couple of people throughout time and space um, who, when we're watching their situations, um, they're like having a good time and they're parlaying with their family or their friends and they kicking it or whatever. And then they start noticing like different kind of coincidences, quote unquote, weird situations, something that just caught their eye, just out the cut, you know, some, some, some shit they peep. So they peeping this shit or whatever. And, um, they're noticing like stuff is just stacking up. Like the times are weird. The music is weird. Every, sometimes even like the time starts rolling all crazy, some dramatic shit. But most importantly, they end up in a fatal situation. Um, and after that happens, right, they just, (gasps) like, that's a raven. And now they're back right before the bullshit starts. And that's literally how every single one of these movies starts. So that's not a spoiler. And we kind of just, the story goes from there. Um, if you're wondering and you haven't seen all of these movies and you're thinking to yourself, do they connect? Do they start going crazy after movie XYZ? Cause that's where I left yes off. Yes and yes. Yes and yes. Um, I'm also not judging you if you decided to like, first of all, I'm not really, I'm not judging you. Um, but, it, but if, unless you're racist and other things, but that's another conversation. <laughs> okay. Um, but if you're like, you know, watching these movies and you're like, man, I stopped watching after movie two because I thought this shit was ridiculous. I'm not judging you. You probably thought like, you know, you wanted to know if they connected, if you're curious or if you're just like, fuck it. Well, I'm here to let you know all the movies connect. Yes. They're wild. Yes. They're fucking ridiculous. And yes, I'm present for all. And with that being said, spoiler alert. All right. We're going to spoil the fuck out of it. Let's go. We are. So we're going to start with that first one. And I suggest you watch all of these at least once. Absolutely. Um, now, none of them are available for rent. I mean, rent or stream. Well, they're available for rent, but you can't just stream. Oh, no. The, yeah. The, you used to be able to stream them on HBO Max, but I made sure I wrote down every single one that you could rent it. So if you're trying to go down memory lane, girl, I got you. They're okay. all less than $5 for that 48-hour rental situation. The first one is two ninety nine on YouTube. Yeah. Also, I mean, honestly, you might be able to find a, a DVD set for under fifteen bucks, and so. it's definitely worth the buy because why the fuck not? Like, I'm pretty sure you got some. Like, I don't know if you're a millennial or Gen, is that Gen Xer or whatever the fuck you people I are. Don't know. Not that you know, whatever. I don't numbers. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> like most of us, if you're you know us, are in our thirties, sliding up to forties. Um, if you're not amongst those and this, or if this was something that wasn't in your bag and you just trying to start something new, hello, hi, welcome. Shout out to you trying some new shit. Buy the, buy the set. Yeah. It's fun. It was fun. If you go to your Um, thrift store, you might find it. Hey. All right. So movie one, final destination 2000. Yep. Um, I did not see this in theaters. Did you? No, okay. I we this was definitely a rent situation. Okay. Um, two thousand. I was going sixth, seventh grade. Yeah, this is something I'm definitely think my mom rented or something we picked out on that Friday night movie hall. Okay, I saw this literally after I saw the second one because I saw the second one first in theaters and I was like, where the Girl, hell is the first one? Yes, and the third one had not come out yet at this point, so I went back I and watched the cry, first one. Because how does that happen? But it's okay. Just, my mom just was like, we just go to the movies. It'd be a sequel. I'm like, damn, well, where are the Where are the originals? I told you, I watch movies out of order all the time. It just be happening, bro. Damn, they, they ain't had nothing in the newspaper clipping at the time or nothing? Nope, no, I just, okay. yeah, well... well 
either way, I saw it. I've so. watched it and I rewatched it again. Um, we got Devin Sawa in this jank. He's Alex Brown, and who he be, he be having a premonition. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and this one's directed by James Wong. Okay, that's the sentence. Yep, there it is. Um, also, I saw. I went and checked the scores because okay, I enjoyed this movie. I enjoy this movie. I think it's at least a six out of ten. I think it's fun, and the scores is like thirty five percent. I'm on Rotten Tomatoes. Y'all are hating. Six point ten on I six point seven out of ten for IMDb. It's at least a seven for me, to be honest. I mean, what are y'all upset about? There's some CGI that's shaky. Some of the dialogue. It's 2000. Okay, but there's movies before 2000 that did better. So and the CGI was still shaky. So I will die on that hill. They could have went practical. That's they could have. You're absolutely right. For some of them, they did, though. So there's a behind the scenes yeah. for this, like that plane scene. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like you can watch the footage on YouTube, but I, I definitely remember on one of these DVDs I saw, but it's definitely some bonus footage where they had that motherfucking airplane shaking, boy. Them people was in there rocking and rolling. And you know what? I love to see it. Now, did it get crazy when they start getting souped up out the damn airplane? Yes. But it's also the year 2000. We really just really started fucking with computers for real. Like, you know, oh people was worried God. about their lights going off from <laughs> <laughs> on January 1st and all their power going off ain't never coming 2000. back. So it was a very interesting year. So if you telling me, okay, well, you mean to tell me this boy then saw his whole class and everybody else get blown up on an airplane because the airplane malfunctioned on their way to Paris and then it's comprised it was just a dream. I would be like, you know what? Sign me up. Okay. I was, like I said, I found out about this movie through the second one. And I was like, you know what? At that point in my life when I watched it, I watched it, I had never been on a plane. Mm-hmm. And planes are scary. My grandma, Grandma Jean, does not get on planes. She is not rocking with it. She will ride the train anywhere. And I'm like, but girl, there's more, you know, car train accidents. She's like, girl, I don't care. Don't put, I'm not going in the air, baby. That. I'm not, I'm not doing all that. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. I've only been on a plane a few times, mm-hmm. but it's scary. Cause if the plane crashes or blows up, that's a fucking rap, baby. That's a realistic okay. fear because people, anybody who flies and watches that, that's going to give you some anxiety. You just like, damn, I hope we make it. I want you to know that um, when they took off, as soon as they took off the tarmac on some real life shit, personally, when I'm on the plane and they don't take off on the tarmac, not to get super dark or everybody, I immediately just be like, this is it. Because what the fuck can I look what I consented to? Not even to be dark, but on some real shit. So when they took off, I just assume I know everybody is not thinking the same way I think. But I feel like in some part of you, you have made peace with, well, if this motherfucker go down right now, this is it. But those people were really pissed when it was time to get up off that plane. They were so pissed because they were like, what's his name? Alex. Alex got on this plane and he was just like, woo, we got to get off. This shit is about to blow up. Now, first of all, I want to note that this is 2000. This is before 9-11. So, first of all, after 9-11, saying that some shit gonna blow up, ain't nobody going to You're Paris. going to prison. Yeah, and no one's going to fucking Paris. Everybody's getting on that Man, 11 o'clock flight. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, I missed airports. But I, I, I felt, I'm gonna say I'm unfortunate because, shout out to my parents trying to save their corners, trying to, you know, get us outside of stuff, you know, that's a thing. Um... But I was able to, like, take an aeroplane one time before. Air Force were so lax. You could do any damn near, um, not damn near, with an asterisk, anything in a fucking airport. 
And like Jay said, after 9-11 and that horrific situation, like, bro. And then people was taking it. Like, nigga had his, the bomb in his shoe. Like, Girl, no, why? Make you take your shoes All off. that science for they what? Ex- they, you can't even bring your fucking gel deodorant on the plane, Sis. bitch. Like, they, they, they don't give a damn. Hole. You will be musty. Okay? Stink. Onions. Because people want to blow up planes. I just saw something on Twitter the other day. Oh, Swiffle got... Somebody was trying to hijack a plane. This is the second time I heard Two about a hijack plane in yeah. the past week. Oh, you heard about that? Girl. And he wasn't even trying to run up on the pilot, which is already bad. My mans was trying to open the door to the plane. Fuck no. <laughs> Yo, we got the send help. I'm calling on the aliens, bro. They already lingering in the sky. Like, I'm tired, bro. No, nah, bro. Much. I, we, <laughs> we just watched Prometheus. I'm good. Do not call on the aliens, motherfucker. Well, what we got left? Nothing. <laughs> Doom. I'm going to just go into the boy. Well, you know. But Alex was trying to get his peoples together, and he's telling everybody, listen, I saw this. The plane's going to blow up. We got to get off this plane. And they're like, girl, you're causing a ruckus. We have a flight to attend to. You could get off. The teachers are trying to figure out which one is going to stay with the group. Not all the students get off. About eight students or so or less get off the flight. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are like, you know, we should have clear, clear rivers play like Ali Larder. Um, oh, Lord. But anyway. Did I miss something? Apparently she got um, a black coworker defired. Oh, y'all can't you see my hear face. No, bitch, where was I at? Okay, we could talk about that later. But anyway, Clear hopped off the plane because Alex, um, she just felt in her heart, like, you know, she had a hunch that, you know, maybe, maybe I should get off this plane. Um, but you got Alex getting off of here, Valerie, Carter, he's pissed. He's trying to get the fucking uh purse. He's trying to get lit. Listen. Billy, um, Todd, because George's brother was like, hey. Take get, uh, Todd, get off the plane. Go ahead and check on Alex. He's down bad. You know, he seemed a little anxious. I don't know, but support him. And he was yeah. like, great, brother. I'm going to go ahead and do it. That's not how he said it, but that's but, yeah. Come on, BFX. It. Let's go. But also, it's really Carter's fault because y'all get an altercation. Now, y'all, you got kicked off the flight. You and right. And then it's one of the teachers had to get off the flight with you. Yeah, as a teacher, if I was on the clock and we about to go, I could, you know, what I said, we're going to Spain. We're going to Spain. Mm-hmm. Right. Now I got to send the airport because y'all want to square up before we're about to go. But then I'm thankful because I watched the plane explode into smithereens in the air and bust the windows in the airport, bitch. I, <laughs> what are we doing here? I don't know. I wouldn't know how to feel. I would definitely need that emoji with the little squiggly mouth because too many emotions are Whenever happening. you send me that shit, I just be screaming. I say, oh, no. <laughs> but, bruh. <laughs> but, Carter, like, you, you yelled at him, but you got violent. You could have just sat there and ate your food, and you would have still been on the flight. Carter they would have yeah, no, took Alex stuff. out, but they wouldn't have taken you if you just would have sat there because everybody else stayed on the flight. I mean, really, here's the real thing. You mad at Alex when you truly could have just sat there, ate your food, and died before your ass got to say sayonara. Like, I really don't understand. What What are you upset about? You're upset. I know you're upset because you're scared. I get it. And shout out to the early 2000 actors really out here trying to portray fear for me because I'm feeling it. Bitch, I'd be scared too. But also, I'm a person that understands some wild shit be happening that's beyond my uh, my brain. So I really would just be sitting there like, hey, that motherfucker really blew up. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Like, when that oh. thing shattered, I'd be sick to my pinky toe. 
because all my friends and all these people I just, you know, stared at as they probably bum rushed past me to get on their seat, whatever girl, and I'm trying to eat my cheese curls next to, and they all just exploded, and they thought they were going to Paris. Mm-mm. No niggas in Paris this day. No, I, I really honestly would have just deep cried. The last thing I would try to do was scrap. Who you finna fight, girl? Why are we fight on the plane? Because air marshals do not play. Y'all need to relax. And this is also why air marshals really be pulling up because niggas be wilding on planes. I seen somebody scrapping on the airplane. You know, Twitter got all the weird videos, but I seen somebody scrapping on the airplane, and all I could think was, y'all really fight in the airport. On the airplane? And on the airplane? It was two videos. One on the airplane, then I saw a large rumble, and then I probably wondering, damn, you looking for fight videos? No, I'm not. I be at work, trying to escape being at work, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's scrolled down the timeline, and this is one, video one out of many that's scrolled down my timeline, mm-hmm. don't judge me. And I decided to click it, because I was like, nah, they're not fighting the airport. Lo and behold, they were engaging in, in fisticuffs. At the airport, at the gate, honey. At oh, the gate. No. I said, y'all are never getting the airplane again. Y'all gonna have the to The panorama everywhere. has really fucked us up. You because these, the boat, we are baby. never seeing a glimpse of the cockpit again. No fly list for you, my friend. Wow, sucks. So that's essentially what this happened to these people. As soon as they pull out, you had Agent um, Ween and Agent Shrek who were on the scene, girl. They were asking questions. They were trying to figure out how the hell that Alice have all the tea on the situation and no one else did. Like, I... Every time this comes up in every movie, I think two is the only one where the police officer kind of seems to just skip the, let me ask you 57,000 yes. questions about what the fuck is going on because here. He and was I involved you. directly. You, you know, <sighs> That's why. He Shout was out like, to bitch, death. me too. I'm just shit. I'm, I'm trying to survive, bro. Shout out to death. But I in all it. these movies, I think that's one thing that I get annoyed by. Like, obviously, no that trope of no one believes the children says teens. Like, no one believes people. Also, I do understand how far-fetched that would be, but me as a person, that sounds interesting. Tell me more. Um, and then, of course, if you got the receipts, you seen the video. We all seen the plane blow up. The boy was on the plane saying that thing gonna blow up. He got off the airplane and it blew up. He just met y'all today. I know that it's the year 2000, and this is probably, what, 1999, if we really want to give it a year, because I don't know if they have one. And, um... And technology was not super boominati, but we did have video cameras, girl. He, you, you think he got time to blow up an airplane? Yeah. He's worried about being a white teen in 1999 slash 2000, girl. He trying to go to college. He want to go to Paris to see some um, some pigeons and maybe the Louvre and drink beer and somehow end up in Amsterdam, just like Eurotrip. That's what he's I, trying to do. Listen. I'm convinced. He was like, he was trying to stop you. He's trying to help all y'all. Listen. And that's okay. Now you blown up. So, and the ones who are not blown up, and I know that's rude because there were people who were doubting him on the plane and I feel bad for y'all because that's very tragic and I'm sorry. Um, but for the ones that stayed behind, they were really going through it. Like the teacher was depressed. She was really getting to the bottle. I understand, girl. You almost died. That's crazy. Um, and then, but you know, of course, in the same breath, death is not happy that Alex has told everybody his personal business and got them hip to what was going on. So death was really just like, I'm going to start killing you hoes off one by one. And before they truly realized what's going on after Via doing some research, 
you know, they happen to come past Tony Todd. He's in this fucking movie and he is playing Bloodworth, Mr. Bloodworth, who's out here doing the corner work. And he's kind of like, you know, giving little tiny gems on death is not banging with y'all. He's actually jot upset. Um, he really wants you to stop playing with him um, and answer the phone because it's your time. Now, as the different series, um, the, the as the different, different, excuse me, as, as the more movies different come in, so like movie two, three, four, five, six, as the series progresses, I had the words, it was coming. Um, we learned that this situation with death and what death really got going on, we kind of learned because it's not, you know, solid. Um, but death has a lot going on. Um, they try to bring in some different rules as to what's going on. Like maybe you could swap lives with another person. So it kind of insinuating possibly like you could um, cheat death again, like out of death's design. So here's an order that you were supposed to die. If you did not die right then and there, that's okay, girl. Hold on to your purse because I'll be right back. And then you could die in that order or some other order I've designed at a later date. This is what death is doing. So... These people are thinking, oh, I can jug death because, you know, that whole, like, myth and whatever about folklore about cheating death and et cetera, et cetera. I could cheat death. We could just save each other or somebody can give birth or maybe I could kill another person and take their years and blah, blah, blah. And I really just feel like all this shit you're doing is futile because the death going to pull up on you anyways. Yes. Now let's get into the kills in in movie one before we wrap up or have our thoughts on how we feel about the end because just know y'all everybody is dying that's it in creative fun ways yeah do you have a favorite kill from movie one um hmm. i think i really enjoyed that was fine <laughs> i'm biased for two i think that Cause I'm like the teacher death was meh, okay. Oh, decapitation at the train tracks. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Billy, yes, Billy. Because you think that Carter's gonna die because his, he can't get out the car. He the park. He's like, yeah, I die when I want to die, bro. Shut up. Why you gotta do all this? You doing the, you doing the most. And now he can't get out the car because death is like, oh bitch. I thought I thought you died when you wanted to, and. They get him out, and it skips him and goes to Billy, and Billy gets decapitated. And it's unexpected. Yeah. And I'm like, woo! Oh, it I definitely know. catches you off guard. Um, Caprice, I too was going to pick that same scene. Really? But not necessarily Billy, but the almost situation that led up to it, mm -hmm. and then how it came back around and got Carter in the ass in the end. Mm -hmm. um, so just both of them, because I one, I like that it tricked us and made us feel like, so this is like a double... No one asked me to have multi-fucking answers. But anyways, I like how Death really was pulling on us and was like, oh, Carter, you was talking shit. Well, guess who's stuck with these motherfucking train tracks, bitch? Like, Death was trying to get it together. And Carter's like, ah, oh, no, please, let me out. And then he gets out. And then Billy's like, girl, I, you know, I'm really just scared. Like, we can really just not, guys. Has no hair. And then when they come back in the end, and Carter really scared Scott for real, that even though it's kind of like off camera, but I'm mm. just kind of like, I like this. Carter was talking so much shit, and that annoyed me, but I also like that about his character because I like when there's a character that shakes the table. I know that annoys people, but he was doing the most, but he was doing exactly what I expected him to do uh, given the circumstances and the type of character he was playing. 
I I did not like Carter. I hated him, but I do like characters that shake the table sometimes. But you know, I have to like their personality, True. and I think I didn't like his personality. He was just really overly aggressive. It was just way too much. He didn't have to act like that. Yeah, like I'm like he just come on, bro. Um, the Todd death was fucked up too, because you don't know how he's gonna go, and then he goes. Yeah, um, when Carter girlfriend got hit by that bus, sad. yikes. And she was dragging them hoes, and then she got and dragged. You guys sad. Who? I said, damn. Talk about unexpected. Like, damn, god damn. Damn, 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 damn. Now, as we transit, we about to, oh, well, before we transition into movie two, the end, how did you feel about the way this joint ended? Because I was exactly what I was about to touch on. They was in Paris, and the sign came, like, they was like, yeah, we're good, and you're not good. First of all, they was like, I can't believe we got on this plane. Me neither, motherfucker. I can't believe you got on the plane I would have never been on a plane I would have literally been someone who, I would have had agoraphobia. I would have never left the house. I would just stay in the house, no people, nothing. I would have been, I would have, I would have like, clear in movie, yep, in movie two. That is it. I'm checking myself in. And just nothing, nothing sharp. Thanks. Okay, bye. But, um, yeah, it was fine. I mean, it was fine. I, I like that, you know, it wasn't just, oh, everything's okay, we made it. Yeah, you know, I love that about a movie. And first of all, I really like that first, oh, this is how I know this shit was a rental. My mom is very much a person that's like, I have to see a good, it has to be have a positive ending. I'm like, girl, why? And when people say that all the time, because there are a group of people out there who really feel like they do. a movie has to end positive. Like, or some people really feel like it has to have love. No, it doesn't. Like, it's it doesn't have Americans. to have these things. Um, but I, I like that this movie, especially at this time period, was not afraid to be like, yeah, there's no fucking happy ending here. It's death, motherfucker. Shout but- out to James Wong. It's death, motherfucker. Ain't no, there's no happy ending. None. And honestly, I know that people, like, this may or may not be some people's favorite franchise, but despite what you're saying, and I know we ain't getting to movie five, but you can't be mad, bro. You can't be mad. You can't be mad. You gotta be like, damn, they did it. You can't, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> y'all I, hate this shit. <laughs> wow. Uh, also, I want y'all to know that I looked it up. It was, what, a Boeing jet? <laughs> oh, you know I that shit about to explode. I was like, ooh, you, y'all, mm, you made a poor choice. You shouldn't have got on that plane, my, my friend. That was that was not a good idea. Uh, mm. So yeah, the end of this movie was wild. Um, what I did not like is finding out in movie two that Alex died off screen. I know that's probably um, that might have one slipped some people, but two because I first realized well she mentions it in passing because clears like they're like um, you know when they get to the scene I'm skipping a little bit ahead, but when they get to the part where she's in um, the hospital. And they get to her padded room, and she's like, yeah, y'all got to, you know, take the shoelace off. You can't handle necklace on. You can't have this, that, and the third on. Because Clear has decided, bitch, I don't have time. Death is not about to get me, okay? I'm not about to be around nothing that's going to allow this motherfucker to think it's go time, okay? This is how I'm going to lay down. And then reveals that she couldn't even protect Alex because they were trying so hard to keep escaping death. Also, how exhausting is that? Just like It Follows how exhausting that you have to constantly be on the move because death is trying to beat your ass like truly not like on something you live in your life like death is really like no girl you have an appointment with me show me the receipts i'm ready to go and you keep evading it um 
And the point that death is getting angrier and more vengeful and trickier and got your ass and now getting you looped up in other movies and other timelines and who anyways, this second movie starts. Ooh-wee. Um, like we said, you can find the first one on YouTube. Um, oh, the flight they did is flight 180. So keep that in mind, y'all, because you're gonna see the number 180 a lot of times or variations of or mentions of it throughout this series. So put that in your pocket. All right. So we're now to Final Destination 2, 2003. Mm-hmm. And our daughter is back. She's still clear. She's in this movie. Um, we got Kimberly. Kimberly is the new girl. Yeah. She's the new main chick. She, there, she's going to Daytona Beach with her homegirls, her friend, or her friend. <laughs> they ride and they're taking a little road trip. But, you know, her car leaking some fluid. So, you know, it's getting real ominous. She's feeling real weird about it. Okay. So her friends are in the car. What's their name is? I feel like it's like. Shayna, Dano, they're not that important because guess what? They don't make it very far. You they don't, don't. need to know their names because they're riding in this car and you know. I um, was ugly for that too. Yeah. So you were too worried about the, the shit tripping out your car. Relax. Bitch, fuck you. Girl. Safety first. And also, what if we are stranded? What the hell? I should be concerned. Listen. Anyway, they <laughs> They are on this road, and first, you know, of course, there's always a premonition first. Mm-hmm. So, you know that first, like, 15 minutes is going to replay and come out through somebody's eyeball or some shit like that. We mm-hmm. just, that's just the setup, okay? So, she's like, oh, this, this, uh, this place woman comes at the uh, window, drops the cans, and they're making jokes, and then they're driving, then the bus is like, pile up, yeah! And then they're like, Science. oh, no, car crashing, you see people driving and shit. And it's a big ass crash. When I tell you this, I saw this when I was maybe like twelve or thirteen. Mm-hmm. It has fucked me up since. I still, if I see the cars like the trucks with the wood on them, I am not. Yeah, absolutely I will not. not drive behind that. Like water bottles in the car. No, absolutely not. Uh, I will freak out. I literally have told several people, including my partner. Uh, is that by your feet? Please move that. Please. Like before I even take off because I have drove my car or driven my car, whatever the word is today. I don't care. My brain is soup. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I felt that water bottle roll. I immediately thought it, I was, if I was like, final destination, please no. send help, bitch. I'm about to die. Literally. And that's scary. Cause that's that movie. If this, I sat there and saw that movie and was like, you know what? This can happen. It can. And this is literally my worst fear, riding behind big trucks or being sandwiched between two trucks. My car is not small, or I don't even be in small cars like that. It don't matter what the size it is, but especially if you're in a small car and you're in between two big-ass, like, 16-wheelers, bitch, I'm about to vomit. Okay? No. No. It's not safe. I feel like I'm about to be smushed on some Fast and the Furious street chasing shit. I can't breathe. I'm not rocking with this shit at all, It's bro. not safe. And because, you know, this is very realistic, of course, like with planes, yeah, car accidents happen every single day. Oh, my God. You drive past car accidents, at least a few of them a month. ups too. Oh. Listen, and I'm like, you know, it's it's that easy for somebody to take their eyes off the road or make one wrong move or not secure something, and now everybody's fucked. Yeah. Um. So, you know, that can happen. That's why every time I watch it, I'm stressed. Again, it was so gruesome. I am and, still uh, stressed. I'm like, oh my gosh, 
Because I've got to drive tomorrow. What the fuck? I'm saying. It's that realistic horror, bro. Because you know people be outside driving like they ain't got no goddamn sense. Listen, we are in the DMV and... You know people be driving outside like they ain't got no goddamn sense. I know people in Atlanta probably listening. I know people in California kind of listening. And I know it's crazy there in Texas too. But here, send help. Send help. Listen. So... The good sis is like, look, we not going nowhere. I'm blocking the exit, bitch. Okay, it's an accident. It's about to be a pile up. I'm not getting the pile up. You oh, can get look, the pile oh, up. Look. Oh, so you can get the pile up, but not, not I says the cat. And so the police officer who was in the accident, her permission, drives around, puts his head on. So I'm like, look, what's going on, bro? Why are you not moving? And she's like, it's gonna be an accident, and I'm not going. And then he's like, I could be no. You know, nobody's going to believe that. Yeah. And then there's a fucking accident, like a big ass car accident. And guess what? Your friends is dead too because they get smashed in a fucking car. That was wild. And he pushes her out the way. As a side note, I was watching um, on the YouTube machine when it was research time. Um, and because I've seen this shit before and I just be doing it. This is a guy called like ZZ or CZ's World. Yeah, CZ's World. Girl, he be putting them videos together. You know what I like? When he does the timeline videos. Listen. And he, I know it takes. Research. Yes. Oh my God. And he's pulling from like different timelines of the books for this. I didn't even know it was books for this. But from the books and from the movies and to find out that the police officer was actually linked to movie one because his, his, what is that? His, Partner got killed. Yeah. He got called to clean up the brains at the train change. Yep. And his... and the partner got shot up in a shootout. I'm mm. like, oh, shit, you were supposed to die. And guess what? Death got you on their list because you're supposed to be with me. Damn, that sucks. Damn, damn, damn. That sucks. Damn. Damn, that's fucked up. Death is petty. Death is petty. Okay, because death is like, I remember all six of you. Oh, you thought um, it was. And you know, and you're going to die. And I'm not, and you're gonna die when I want you to die, right? Not on your terms. When I say so, because you call yourself trying to get cute and thinking that you could do stuff to outsmart me, like maybe we could do this, maybe we could link together. And you know, there's always a group of people or a couple people who are uh, skeptic. Like it's the the mom, I forget her name, the older lady who's the mom, and they're having the gang meet up at the apartment, and we have what's my man that played Kyle, Terrence Carson, yes. Um, and he's playing Eugene. You know, it's one black character just lets the other black man die. Sorry, y'all. Of course. Um, Again. Well, does he die in this one? He yes, does he does. One. He dies in this one. Um, they have, I'm assuming, I think the guy that's name is Rory. Yeah. With the long hair. He's in, what's that joint? House of the Dead. He I, is. Oh, my God. When I saw him in the movie, I said, oh, that's the man from House of the Dead. And you know, I low-key like that movie. I don't go up for it, but if it came on, I wouldn't be like, you don't laugh. Turn it off. You don't have a good time. You know, I'm not mad. Ooh. I like hearing that Ooh. when they get their ass punched in the chest. PR, and they weren't like, they were getting clothes. But I just be like, fighting there. So like, I'm okay if somebody could remake House of the Dead because I feel like it has to be better than Yeah, it, it has to because if it's worse, man, what the fuck? How we need to cover House that? of the Dead. We are going to do it. <sighs> oh, I'm excited. All right. <laughs> we're like, shit. I'm excited. So, anyways, um, they're wild. There's even a scene where Roy is like, steps off to the side and just does a bump in his hand. There's a lot of shit going on in this movie. Like, there's a guy who literally just won the lottery, and the only reason why he's still alive, of course, is because of Kimberly, because she saw the vision, because he was on a motorcycle. But I would be so... We well, was in a hot yes. ride. 
Was a high rock girl. Yeah. He had flames on his. He was a motorcycle, my brain. But that, you know what it was, because he had flames on his body in real life. So maybe it was foreshadowing. Oh my goodness. Okay. Car and on his body. Foreshadowing because his ass was on fire for fucking real, and then that giant fucking truck came and And fucking eradicated his ass off this fucking dimension, and then came back and took them off. Woo. And the fact that she's laying there, we're talking about the premonition, y'all, and she's laying there and watching this shit happen. I would have just gave her up. I would have started singing some songs or something, bitch, or just close my eyes and try to go to sleep and hope I just pass out um, from being hurt. Because, bitch, what do you do after that? What do you do? Um, but basically, all these people get got uh, because they keep trying to cheat death, and death is like, girl, you know. And some of them, honestly, some of the ways that people are dying in this um, is because they're trying to do the most and they're scared and panicking. Yes. Like, um, and do the most may not be the best statement, but, but they, they some of them are panicking though. Like, but they're scared and understandably so. I'd be scared as too. I'd be scared too, bitch. But at the same time, what can you do? Listen, I don't know what I would do because it's not like if you take yourself out in a situation like a zombie apocalypse. Death's not going to allow that. Yeah, death is not allowing you to end your own life in this movie, guys. So just to give you a trigger warning for attempted suicide, but no one actually um, is successful because death is like, ah, 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 you didn't say the magic word. And niggas is really upset. Like, Eugene is trying to shoot himself with a gun. He's like, because a lot of time in these movies, people are, you know, they they get upset. They're really fucking upset. Because not only is you about to die, but they're like, no, I take control over my life. I do this, I do that, when the real thing is that not only these characters need to accept me stepping in, but us as humans, we have to accept that this shit is truly out of our hands. Like, we do not have, we are not in control. We do not have the sticks, somebody else has the sticks. And I don't want some like, the government is running this shit. Like, in the universe, Mm -hmm. somebody else is running this shit, bro. It's already written, we just playing it out. So let's just hope that we're taking the right ending on a R.L. Stein yeah, Fear listen. Street book. And let's just really hope that we don't get a really super shaky ending. Choose your own ending. It's very scary. Listen. Bandersnatch. Still scared. Ugh. Still scared. Still I nervous. Want, I want more of that. I want more I do too. That. It did what it came to do. But, I ain't like that. Too much technology was talking to but me. But yeah. So after holding that shit up and they have the discussion and the friends die, the lotto winner dude with the flames, he goes first. Child. And he's in his dirty ass house, and he buying new shit. He got a MacBook, look, or iMac, the old jank. The girls are calling. Okay, he getting coochie. It's happening. Ow. Ow. Get to the money. I'm here to let you know right now. I would have made sure they did not release my name because I don't want that nigga calling me. We want to let you know right now. If I won the lottery today, you would never know it. I wouldn't even quit my job. I would just be like, yep, I'm just going to work this job for at least another year so, and quietly pay off all these bills and quietly just buy a little house and pay it off. And I'm going to just sit in my home. Job. Huh? I said, I would find a part-time job. I don't know. If Something I'll... that lets me do like bare minimum work. I'm like, would I really want a part-time job? I would invest this or I would find a job that was real lax, like real. Like a crystal shop. Yeah. Job. Yeah, or so just, just real chill. Not even Starbucks, because they be getting busy, and then y'all bitches always want to show their ass to Starbucks. I would babysit here and there. I but wouldn't even do that. I can't even say a librarian. Find me a job that allows me to stay in the air conditioning, and I could just come and go at my leisure, and just that's it. That's what I'm about to do part-time. 
Listen, I don't know what I would do. Or I would just like, you know, I'm just, I'm done. I'm done working. I'm not about to tell everybody I want this fucking money and start a ho- calling all the hoes up trying to get my dick wet. I wouldn't be doing that. No, and it was calling. Actually, I might. I might try to get a little calling, true. calling. I might. Okay. I ain't even hold you. Calling me and calling me and calling me. And Lil Zay, say, say my, my name. name. I love that song and that video. Is that Life is crazy. Take me out. This is around this time, too. Oh, my gosh, it is. Call me, call me, call me. That song is fire. That is a good song. I'm going to go listen to that. That shit goes right now. I just started doing a little cha-cha real smooth. So I lose my sodas, guy. And, yeah, shout out to Lil Zane. But, yeah, so the guy in the car, he dies. The The... The mom, the older mom of the boys, she dies. Um, Eugene dies. At some point in the time of the story, they're all convinced that, you know, they've just somehow pieced together through the clues they were provided. That death is very much like, all right, girl, well, I could kind of play, uh, turn my back to it if you bring in new life to kind of throw this shit all the way off. So they think this lady who happened to caught the pregnant, who, who would have been in a pile who lived, they feel like, okay, with the birth of her child... It's going to reset it. Everybody's going to be good. Now, going to raise my hand. Okay. The hubris of these white people to assume that the only brown person who is alive at this point, because the black person's dead already. Or they're about to die. Or they're about to die. Um, They... What happens at the hospital? Yes. But even still, the only two remaining people of color are supposed to do what? Birth the baby to save your life. Are you fucking kidding me? First of all, if anybody, it's going to save her life. Deuces, ho. But guess what? Joke's on you. You ain't saving nobody's ain't life. ain't saving nobody. Because guess what? It. She won't supposed to die. No way. You ain't even finished your premonition, baby. You got. That's why you always got to watch movies all the way to the credits, okay? Mm-hmm. Because them last, that last minute might be important. You need to see what's going on here. And you didn't see. She just oversaw it. Like, wow, y'all died. That's crazy. Read too much into it. And guess what? Then Clear and Eugene died because something explodes in the hospital. And now it's just like Kimberly and the police officer left pretty much. Because Rory girl. got murdered. He got sliced. Yep, he did. And then old girl, cat. Sliced oh, cat. not you, cat, but the other cat. Mrs. Mrs. Chopper Suit Cat. So, yeah, no, not me. Hey. No, she had the clothes, though. I don't know. Chop- I ain't got clothes. Well, Chopper Soup Cat got impaled in the eye. You so, know what? Okay. With the PVC pipe. So. Damn, that's crazy. Mm. Did I turn it into a flute? Okay. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Calling the authorities. Um, Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Anybody see this leprechaun? Say yeah, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> and this ain't made of blue, so you call a leprechaun. <laughs> okay, so anyway, it's everybody died. <laughs> um, and they think that if they drown, they oh, that somehow they drown. Can't the believe. girl drowned, and yeah. she come back in and the truck in advance. They think death is done, and they had to cook out and. The nigga blew up. The child that was remaining blew up at the cookout. Comprised. Yes, because like, Rory crazy. saved him earlier, and Def was like, "I didn't forget about you, young man. I did not." Now, to us, I feel like Def forgot about these people because everybody didn't die yet. So I wanted to have they died yet off off film. I would like to see a written fan fiction about it. I'm sure there is because I like to Kimberly technically dies. She died, but she came back. 
They revived her. So does that mean she's done done with death, or did death say skip you, reverse, we back? I don't know. Okay, girl, my my eyes directed this one, David Ellis. Yeah, my eyes got one. James Wan. Yeah, because I'm like, uh, it was written by the same folk. Jay McKay Gruber, Eric Best, Jeffrey Reddick. Okay, I got questions. If somebody knows them friends, I got questions. If y'all did not think that far into it, what happened? I would also um, like to open the floor for all of those who are listening because I love random theories. I would like to hear theories if anyone has any on what they think happened to all the people who may or may not have died off screen. Because they confirmed that Alex had died because they showed yes. us the little pictures. So somebody had time to take a fucking Polaroid of him being dead, which is disrespectful. At the time, this would be Rotten.com information. Oh, my gosh. That's truly what that is, bitch. When she showed that fucking Polaroid in this movie, I said, uh-uh. <laughs> this is snuff situations. What is this? I forgot this too- about that website. I didn't. And that, don't judge me. So anyways, um... <laughs> So they got the Rotten.com picture on there. And then, you know, but what happened to everyone else? Did they get, did they also get disposable camera pictures taken of them as disrespected after they died? Like, did everybody just blow up after the cookout was, cook was over? Like, what's going on? They go tell us in the next movie, watch. <laughs> this person you haven't seen in six years because Duff decided they were going to do Paisley. That's the, that's the prince they were going with. And they was like, you know, fuck it. We're going back to plan. A lot of straight lines. We're going right back. Ruining my life. Reverse. Truly Reverse. It. Truly, truly it. Um, so do we have any final thoughts on Final Destination 2? It's my favorite out of the series. Well, that was... I don't care how ridiculous it is. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay. Well, the pricing went up, y'all, so we got to leave some thoughts, and then we will be right back. According to legend, an ominous entity known as the Queen of Spades can be summoned by performing an ancient ritual. Four teenagers summon the Queen of Spades, but they could never imagine the horrors that await them. The Queen of Spades is available on demand everywhere and on Blu-ray July 3rd, 2021. Great. So, anyways, um, back to Final Destination three. Two thousand six. Um, okay, we're here. Right now, I love to see when people come back and they kind of like just you know didn't make me feel like damn we out of here. Well, I also like three. Of love. That shit was crazy. And as someone who con- I love amusement parks, so that's a thing to know about me. I fucking love amusement parks. I have time. I love Halloween horror nights. I love going to Six Flags. I actually secretly love janky amusement parks that I have probably have no business going to. I fucking love it. Yeah. So when I see these niggas get on this motherfucking um, roller coaster and she's having the uh, divisions like that's so Raymond again and oh I'm just gosh. like, girl, no. not the coaster. Listen, because I've been on some shaky roller coasters and rides. Have you ever been to Remember when they used to have the Virginia State Fair and you so know no. it used to be like over north side or whatever but they moved it to the county. But anyway, you know, them rides are shaky. They're building these things in the in a random field. Okay, that zipper is not stable. I love the shadiness of carnival rides and attractions. I know there are some people who are going to turn their nose up. That's okay. But it's just, it's janky, but I'm having the best time of my life. Maybe it's a thrill of the ride exploding. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't want to live that thrill, but this movie actually scared the shit out of me. Um, so I have a small twinge of this, but you think it's going to stop me from getting on these coasters? Hell no. The steeper the drop, the better. That's truly what I feel. I want to feel like I'm falling off the edge, but I'm not. So anyways, in this particular movie, we're following, what's her name? Wendy? Yeah. Wendy girl. Oh, you can rent this one on YouTube for $3.99. And actually it's cheaper on Amazon Prime. It's $2.99. And the ratings were 5.8 out of 10 for IMDb and then 44% on Rotten Tomato. I really want to have a conversation with a few, like honestly, on some real shit. At least. Okay, yes. But I really like, if I had the opportunity to sit down with like, a gaggle of people, very diverse um, group of people who, you know, did critic scores for Rotten Tomato. I just kind of want to know what was going on for some of these movies. What was the reason? Um, Because, and I would like just out of curiosity, because what did you hate? What did you not like about these films where they're scoring so low? What were you expecting? Because um, if you were mad at the CGI, okay. Also, I feel like sometimes some of it's not realistic. Like, I know with the second one, it was the logs don't bounce like that. Shh, you close your whole That night, nigga, you don't know. You haven't been crushed by a log hoe. So how you know what the log doing? Shh. You just, you just enjoyed the goddamn old movie. That log probably bouncing just like everything else that bounced when it fall off the back that of a fucking like truck. That bitch bounce like bitch is going. Like, and I'm not trying to test it out to see if it's a lie or not. So you either. get close if you want to. I'm trying to be in the safety zone, which is at home. Yes. <laughs> Damn. Okay. You're on a road danger zone. It's over, bitch. I'm not doing that. Like, who? What? Who has time? It's always one person. But just for this movie, okay. But the reality of roller coasters being faulty and breaking off like this is high. Because if you want to come back and say it's not, guess what rabbit hole I have managed to find six myself flags in? Has something to say. Girl, people be getting their feet chopped off at Six Flags. I saw a story on one of Batman Rise, a person got decapitated Holy because I found shit. a new YouTube page. I think I told you it was like called Nat something natural horror or something horrors. But anyways, it's like horror horrific situations that have actually real life happened. Like freak accidents. And there was one in an amusement park where they had got on the like river raft ride. And one of the sep- the pumps that was supposed to pump the water was out on one side. So they were going up the situation to get back to the turnstile. And then the thing fell through and tumbled over and the people fell down into the gears. I was like, oh, oh shit. When I was watching that bitch, the gears. The thing, oh. you could, and when they showed the picture, the motherfuckers in it the was sausage. upside down and all four people on there was gone. So if you tell me this is not real life, bitch, fuck you. There's a whole YouTube and actual historical events where people be dying in the music parks, people be having freak accidents all the time. Also, why are you taking this series so seriously? Somebody probably said the same thing to me. I don't give a damn. But why are you taking this so seriously? These deaths aren't too far-fetched. There's a whole show that I used to call it, it was like Spike, or um, what is it, G4, where they talk about all the random ways that people die. I know it's so morbid. But all the, like, random ways that people, like, die because they, you know, had too many popsicles or something in their mouth, or maybe they farted and their body exploded or some shit like that. Like, this shit is real. So when they're showing baby girl having this premonition that they on the roller coaster and the roller coaster, um, you know, the, the latch goes off and there's a chocolate bar and all kinds of wild shit happens. Oh, that's an end. Anyways, but all kinds of wild shit happen when they're on this roller coaster and it makes it go off the track and boom, the ride goes off and crash to the doom and everybody falls off. The scary part was when they get to the loop-de-loop, when they go oh, to the no, inversion. No. I think that's the term. When they do the first loop and it gets stopped at the center, my biggest fear. Also, one of my biggest fears is going to Six Flags um, 
America. If you know what Six Flags America is, first of all, I I cackle um, because people really I see Jersey tags at Six Flags America. And I'm like y'all decided to not to go to the shaky one, the shaky one, the super shaky one over the shaky. So the one closest to you, Jersey folk, has the better rides. Why the hell you come down here? The only perk that Six Flags America has is because they have the water park that's attached to it and you don't have to pay Mona's money for that. But that's the only thing it got. Girl, these rides is from when it was Wild World. Just showed my age. The point is, the rides need to be gone. So when these motherfuckers was blowing up on this joint, I was thinking about this when people get stuck on the Joker's Jinx. R.I.P. to the, um, what is that, Two-Face ride. Mm. Um, then one of these Six Flags, somebody got, like I said, got their feet chopped off. People, all kinds of stuff be happening to people. Um, and so the girl is wilding out. She's on this roller coaster because they're at the park and everybody wants to get on the ride. And she's like, girl, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, when she gets there, after she has the premonition when she wakes up, she is throwing a fit. So the security come in, the manager come in, everybody come in and they take her off this ride. Her boyfriend and the boyfriend's friend, mm-hmm. his girlfriend there, they, you know, they had like a whole situation where they flip a seat, uh, flipping coins to see who's going to sit next to who and where in the car, like where they going to be in the front, the back, whatever. So her partner and his partner, they're on the ride because the people won't let them off because everybody else on the ride is like, bitch, you holding up the roller coaster. You're pissing me off. I'm trying to get to the funnel cake. You're ruining my life. They get on the ride. Boom. Everybody dies. Her. Oh my God, my boyfriend screaming. Me, bitch. You should have knew your boyfriend was toast when he when they. Well, yep, you should have knew he was toast when he refused to get off the ride at first, and then it was too late for him to get off the ride. You saw the car going off. He it's over, girl. Listen, he wasn't trying hard enough. Talk about hey, let me off. Hey, hey. I, I would have like been it. hey. I would have been going dumb like. I would have been going, I would have been, I would have took my shirt off. I would have kicked somebody. I would have punched the person in front of me. I would have started a fight. I would have got off of that ride. Yeah, he wasn't going hard enough. Yeah, he was not going hard enough. And you know what? He got got. He got got. Because guess what? She's like, no, it's crazy. Then, then the, of course, they have the black man. Uh, oh, can we talk about and it? And he's a, he's a big dumb jock. And he's violent. Lewis. And yes, Lewis. And he talk about some, put a muzzle on that bitch. Like, what the fuck is your problem? Oh, that was so gross. Okay. Let's talk about my notes. Me, why did they write the black character as a doo-doo head? <laughs> this gym scene is OD. When he's in the gym, in the gym and he's cutting up because everybody keeps telling you, know, of course, at this point, everyone has died. And this is at the point in the movie where everyone's trying to figure out what's Death's plan. How can we protect ourselves from dying? You know, that whole exposition piece. Just to mention, Tony Todd's not in the last one, but we see him again in this one, I believe. We do. Yeah. No, no, no. He's not he's in the in third the, one. He's oh. in the second one. He comes I, back in the second I one. I thought he's his not in voice the is in the third one as that little devil on the ride. But. Yeah. He's, and he's doing something too. else. But then I think he comes back in future movies. Yeah. He's definitely one yeah. and two. But anyways, um, you know, we get the whole exposition about, you know, what Death is doing, what's Death's plan, how can we beat Death? You know, they try to really, they really try to bring it home. Like, motherfuckers, for the most part, have not seen the first couple movies or don't already kind of know. Because at this point, it's movie three. Like, you've done this three times now. I also think that this one was a 3D movie. If I'm not tripping, I think this is, this is 06. So I think it's either this one or the next one. It honestly could be both. But the way the CGI is set up, like it's like flying towards you in your face. I think it might be the later one. I'm going to do my Googles at a later date. Um, but it, it was 3D. They was really trying to truly oh. throw shit at us. And I was just like, girl, send help. 
my eyes hurt. Yeah, no thank you. I'm okay with Thousand 3D. But was it a good time? It yes. Was a good time. Yes. Was fun kills. It was a creepy dude named Frankie. He got his um, block chopped up. Yeah, Loved that was that. a lot, man. That was a whole lot because he really had a hard time processing that grief. Not just processing the grief of what originally happened on the motorcycle, like being essentially in denial about like, oh, nothing's going to happen to me, me and my girlfriend, ha ha. But then they really tried to play up like the emo stereotype and it was just, ooh, Frankie, he was just a creep with the camera. Oh, not Frank. Oh, no, not Frankie. That was talking about the emo dude that was wilding. No, I'm talking about, no, the engine came up and chop, chop, chop. Oh, yeah, up. no, that was too much. I'm yeah, not bad. Lewis, I'm talking about the emo dude. Yeah, yeah Lewis, Jim smashed him up. And then the girls, Ashley and Ashley, they would go to go to the tanning booth. And, and they cooked their ass in the tank. Yeah. Well, they ain't following so the fucking bad. rules. That's well, what your ass you know. Okay, maybe they didn't have to die. That was kind of fun. That was too much. Was but too in much. the end, how we do the connection to the first movie is they end up on train 180. And at this point, it's only the girl, Wendy, her sister, and what's the boy's name? Kevin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so, yep. And um, she was just like, you know, they end up on a train in New York or whatever, and they're on this train, and she's seeing some weird signs. She's like, I gotta go. Then before her sister pulls up on the train, she is trying to get off, and then her sister comes on because she's telling her coworkers, this is weird, I gotta go. She sees the signs, me. Bitch, you should have got off. I don't know what I needed to do. I would have started kicking people in the chest. But I have to get off this train. And ultimately, the way this movie is, is Death is still not playing games with you hoes. Death put all them niggas on a train, the last ride to hell. Via the subway. Listen. And then they got in a subway accident and all kinds of subway trains blew up. And the train that was on his train 180. Well... Mm. y'all are toast <laughs> I'm crying at toast but yeah the third movie I mean it had some good kills it was fine it was okay yeah it was fun I wasn't bored yet at this point I do feel like though this is the part where I started feeling like I wanted to tap into the movie just to see how the story ends and I pretty much recognize at this point I'm only coming back to see how the story ends because clearly I have a pinch for pain um but I wasn't all the way turned off by the storyline. I thought that by movie four, they were really reaching for straws, you know, trying uh, to throw in the super, super racist character. And I was like, Jesus. Movie four is really... We're going to get into movie four, y'all. I... I think I want to fight with... Like, I just... I want to square up. Who wrote that script? Yeah. But, you know, before we dive in, let's... Let's take a quick pause right quick for more thoughts. Coming soon to Dread, the maid. Joy is a new maid of a royal house whose previous maid disappeared under mysterious circumstances and is now haunting and terrorizing the family. Joy works to uncover the reason behind the former maid's disappearance. The maid will be available on demand everywhere July 20th, 2021 and on Blu-ray August 17th, 2021. Okay, so bet movie four, boom. This movie, Final Destination, that's literally the Final Destination, 2009. Um, it's about an hour and 22 minutes. If you're interested in seeing it, you can rent it on YouTube for about $2.99. That's about the cheapest I saw. There were some other options. It was $2.99, but $2.99. Um, this IMD rated, IMDb rated was 5.2 out of 10, and the Rotten Tomatoes was 28%. So, girl... As the, the movies progress, the Rotten Tomatoes is getting lower and lower. But where the real thing is, the movies are still making money. 
Um, and they're still getting sequels. Also, I want y'all to know that I look up the budget. Why was that budget $40 million? It does not look like a $40 million movie to me. What? I'm sorry. Look, I looked it up. It's just like Vampires. It was $40 million, and it did not look like a $40 million I thought it had a real low budget. Girl, no. especially that scene where well, we're going to dive super into it, but there's a scene where a giant rock falls on someone, a piece of the ceiling, and it very much was giving the lowest of budget movie I've seen on the sci-fi channel. Like, the way the rock collapsed and crushed someone's body, I started yell laughing because it was just... <laughs> The technology was so shaky, y'all. And it was 09, so that's not even that far ago. Like, far ago, long ago. It wasn't It wasn't a long time in the back back. Okay? No. So, they had this now, so we had the NASCAR race. So, first of all, mm. being a Richmond native, you know, they definitely got the little NASCAR track out there. And you know what kind of people out here. I'm not going to the NASCAR, Jane, because I... Do not want to see the Confederate flags out here. You already hanging out, having a good time. And I'm sure there's other people who enjoy NASCAR races. However, in my city, I'm not going. I do not feel safe. No, thank you. Um, and they're here. Feel safe watching it at home. Listen, they were. Listen, they were over here. They're like, yeah, man, I'm out here to watch it. Oh, it's gonna be a crash, maybe. And there's not really. There is a crash, and. Like some, they're like zooming in on the cars, right? You know, the little pit stop, they're moving in, zooming in the cars, like doing the tires, doing everything else. And they was like, all it takes is one false move for the driver to look like if you, you don't focus, oh, you just gonna crash. So they're already playing it up like, oh, someone's definitely about to lose control of this car and it's about to spiral out of control. And guess what? Someone loses control of the car and it spirals out of control. Yep. Like, the tires are flying out. Other cars are getting hit. They're catching fire. They're flinging off the track. They're hitting people. Now the stadium about to collapse because they already show it's kind of, it's a rickety-ass old place. Mm -hmm. Um, So all that's happening. The spikes, people getting spiked. People getting trampled. All these things are happening. And then, of course, we zoom out. And guess what? It's Richmond again. Damn. Here we go. Now, this time, was it Hunt that had it? It was Hunt. Now, let me just really quickly, because we talked about, you You briefly mentioned NASCAR and Richmond and racism, all kinds of, you know, things. Oh, First of all, my note said, disaster strikes at the NASCAR Magalinka. So that's the first thing I wrote. Um, two paired with one. Let's go down the character list. On IMDb, the character's names is Hunt, Nick, Lori, Janet, George, Milk slash Samantha. Wow. Mechanic, mechanic's girlfriend. Okay. They ain't even got names. Racist, racist girlfriend. And racist supposed to be, his name is Carter, ain't it? Girl, I don't know, but IMDB said it said racist. And well, honestly, I ain't trying to memorize no racist no, names. Fine. So racist That's and racist fine. girlfriend who both got got. Assalamualaikum. His girlfriend got got before it. She didn't make it out. She didn't even make it out. Praise. And then he blamed the black guy. And Hughes, nigga with the hard R. Woo! I was not expecting that in the first 15 minutes of this movie. Here's the real thing. I know that you have to really tell us he's a racist. You can still tell me he's a racist without calling me a nigger. Yeah. Um, But also, I just really feel like some people are super hard-pressed to write the N-word on a piece of paper. I really just feel like there are some people that really just want to say the word. 
and I know it's supposed to like really drive home the point. But as a black person, I can't speak for my other quote unquote, you know, people like fellow blacks. I can't really speak for other black people. <laughs> I can't speak for other black people. But for myself, you don't need to use the hard ER for me to know that you're racist. Yeah. And I don't need the movie shouting it at me either. Yeah. Or even at the character. Yeah. Maybe we're not the audience. Again, I'm just like, you know, there are so many things that could have been said that would have alluded to this. You didn't have to do this. Y'all love, y'all like to do this. And I'm tired. I'm tired of it. But anyway, guess what? The racist gets got got first. His tow truck turns on him. He's dragged down the street on fire and torn apart. Because he was trying to terrorize the black man. I love that. He was. And then I'm like, okay, that's fucked up. The girl Nadia got killed at the jank. People are getting killed. There's a girl who gets like, um, this, she's her, what is her name? Her name is Samantha. She takes her, I need to go to the salon. It's a girl's night. And I'm like, they are closed. You don't get to get dressed up for girls' night. Maybe you should have had somebody else take them to the fucking soccer game then, bitch. I don't know what to tell you. I hate people these like people. that will really grind my gears. And that's why I'm like, I hope you die next. Because if you just would have went home, put your hair in a little ponytail, they ain't even do nothing crazy to your hair. You ain't even get turned that cute. You could have wore a bun. Looking raggedy, and Listen. you paid these people all this money for what? Something you could have did at home, girl. You could have just did a bun. And put a different outfit on, and then and put boom. some eyeliner on or something, something, and calls it a day. Guess what? You got your eye taken the fuck out. That's right. what you get for bothering the workers when they was off the clock. Listen, the tank shoots the mechanic nigga like up against the fucking what's it called? The fence. Yeah, the That's fence and it chops. So oh, CG. Yeah, and the when way. the chunks kind of just. Mm. I like this. These out. are computer guts. More practical effects, please. Please. I know it takes more time and the budget may be a smidget higher, but I would love to see it. I oh. truly would. This movie honestly did not have my favorite kills. This is the movie. This is the part I was talking about. Like when there's the scene when they're going through the premonition and trying to get out of the seating area and the cement ceiling is following them in big mm-hmm. giant trunks like a Mario level and they get squished. It literally is like squish. Ugh. And they just go flat. And I'm just like, that looks terrible. <laughs> no. This is not even like, what the hell is this? They do have a car wash one in this one, don't they? They do. That I like the car wash one. It's the water's Creative. coming out. And I'm like, all right. But well. I wish they would actually, you know, bit the dust. Instead, yeah. someone gets their guts sucked out through the pool, Jake. And I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Yeah, that sucked. Nah, no pun intended. <laughs> like, I damn like, damn. But truly, like. That was terrible, like, to be at the bottom of the pool and literally getting your guts sucked out of your anus through the pool mechanics, like, uh, just that's how I felt about it, just literally that sound. Um, but this was a movie where I think in the end everyone died, yes? Pretty much, yeah, because the people who are left over, they die in a crash, I think, yep. Well, and there you have, oh yeah, they do! They're sitting at the table and they're enjoying snacks and that car comes right through the window. Did I make that up or is that the other nope, one? Nope, I think that's what we got because the other one has a different ending that connects to the first movie. Okay, and that's Final Destination 5 because we're fucking here. 2011. Let's go. It's an hour and 35 minutes. YouTube for two ninety nine. Um, We've got director Stephen Quayle and the right Quay did I write the wrong thing Girl, I apologize I'm sorry hand. Stephen Q so that's gonna be the safe name <laughs> I apologize Mr. Steven I y'all just know my letters be 
Yeah. I thought I put an L, but I could be wrong too. You know, I just be here. Mr. Steven, he did the movie. Um, and this particular one was oh no, that's no, it's not this one. So this particular one, um, what, how does the guy get the uh, premonition this time? They are going on an employee retreat. And they're Here we go. Yep. And Child's this one so involves a bridge. Now, let me tell y'all. This one had more jokes inserted, but I'll yes. take it. Also, this is the worst because I'm not trying to go on the clock, bro. Y'all are on the clock. Y'all about to go this retreat and you the bridge collapsed on the fucking way. I should have called out. I should have called out. Girl. So blown. The first of all, y'all. So my man's what's my man's name? Sam. Yeah. He is at work and he's got this new job and he actually dreams and has all the talents and the skills of being a chef in Paris. He has to go to school out in Paris or whatever. He mm-hmm. finds out. But he's a chef and it starts by him. They about to get on this bus for this work retreat. And as soon as he pull up, boom, his bae. But now his ex bae basically said, Bitch, we not together no more. And apparently they work at the same job. I'ma leave that sentence right there on the table. And then his friend Peter, he's his boss, but actually his friend. And Peter is messing around with, I think, with the girl Candace. Yeah. He's messing around with this girl on the job or whatever. But, you know, I don't think that they started off on the job. Whoever, you know what, call HR. So, listen, I'm like, this is really unprofessional. This is a lot. And, you know, this is why you don't be fucking with people where you were. And that's pretty much it. So, they um, are about to get on the bus. And on the bus, it says, watch your step. You know, they do the real dramatics and cut the music and do the signs zooming, like, watch your step. And the radio's playing in the background when they get closer to the bridge. Dust in the wind is playing. I like that song. Dust in the wind. I like mm-hmm. that song. Oh, yeah, it's dust in the wind. It's too much. So there's a lot of stuff alluding that death is in the air. So when they're crossing the bridge, like, um, you see the people are working on the scaffolding for the bridge, like called the wires that are holding it together. Mm-hmm. And there's a hole in the ground. There's a hole in the sea and the sea and the hole. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. So there's a hole in the ground and um, the the flooring of the bridge, so the road, because they're working on the bridge. But basically, the bridge starts crumbling and falling apart due to, like, faulty wiring. And as they later try to tap on, it's like, you know, wind and other shit like that. And it causes the bridge to collapse. About 80-some people die or some shit Ooh. like that. And that's it's really scary watching this happen in real time and everyone trying to escape. And, um... Sam is realizing what's going on and he's trying to like hop off the bus in the dream and he's trying to run and get to safety. He's watching all his co-workers die. He somehow, the last thing he sees is, you know, he's gotten Molly to safety and him and Peter are trying to like shimmy across this twisted railing. So kind of like a stairs up to like safety. But as they're trying to do that, a truck is sliding towards them. Cause mind it, y'all, everything's kind of falling invert, like invert inside the center. And it also Mm. just it looks fucking crazy. So, um, a truck kind of slides to the edge. The poles kind of just... And they get, what's my name? My man's up out of here. Peter up out of here. Ooh. He's just been pale his ass several times. And he falls to his doom. Boosh, slash, <laughs> into the river. And Molly's like, oh, Sam! And the nigga Sam just followed his... Everybody did. The shit followed Sam. He did, too. Everybody did. So, and that's, of course, where his premonition is because he's dead. He can't see anything else after that. He died. And he wakes up like, well, we, we got everybody. We got to get, off the, get off the bus. So he get off the bus. Peter go behind him because the boss, uh, Dennis, is like, look, this is why Billy get, go get, every get your Every time man. I see, what is it, David Rochner, every time yes. I see him in a show, movie, whatever, I know he's about to cut up and he's about to do whatever. Be, when, 
Yes. The other actor from... <laughs> and when I saw him in this movie, I okay, I immediately was like, this is going to go two ways for me. I'm just going to ignore him because I know this is going to be fucking stupid. Um, and that doesn't say a lot about him. It's just that I'm not trying to see this right now in this kind of movie. Um, or it might actually be funny. I felt like I had to try my best to ignore him, although his character didn't tell many jokes. There were some kind of like moments where I guess they were trying to cut the tension with mm-hmm. his joke. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. I thought, yeah. I mean, I had a good time. I was, it was all right. I don't like it because people were like, yeah, this one's way, it's better than the fourth one, but it's not better than the third one at all because there were a lot of like, racist kind of shit happening too like the, the man, whole movie like, I was like I don't really I, these, this is this, this is an age well like when he's getting that massage I'm like you know what that was gross and he was disgusting I don't like disgusting. the way you talking to her and I don't like the way you treating these women in here it's really I know you get got but come on the bro. scene with uh, Nathan and Roy disgusting Roy basically being mad because Nathan the only black character um, had went to school and basically is above, above him. I have air quotes up on paper. He's essentially his boss mm-hmm. and Roy and a lot of the other workers are resentful. And I think he's, you're also definitely resentful because this black man who was younger than you is telling you what to do and you and can't let this shit it. go. And unfortunately that ain't got nothing to do with him nor the price of tea in China. He's really just minding his fucking business. He's literally like telling this man, I just work here, bro. Like I'm just, I'm just doing my job. And why are you upset with me when all I'm telling you to do is the job you know to do? And you're the union head, so you already know this shit is wild. You're doing this just cause. And I didn't like the date for the second movie in the row. They keep trying to throw these racist people in my face, um, and I'm really just like, okay. Now I was glad when Roy died. Yes. But also, well, I could have did without the storyline. I mean, but the black man also dies, doesn't he? So I don't really. Yeah, and I'm like, then what was the, what was the reason? He did all that for what? So not only he got to deal with this racist ass motherfucker at his job, he also got to worry about death beating his ass. Listen, Too much real life. Because they always keeping the other people alive. Like y'all kill all the black people in all these movies. Because the last one, I definitely feel like the black person definitely did not make it. And he tried to take himself out, and it didn't work. No. He was trying to do what I would have did. It's over, bro. And Def's like, I don't think so. The only deaf person, the only black person that's making it through all the movies is Tony Todd when he pulled back up as Bubba. That's because him and Def cool. I ain't seen him in the same place at the same time. Maybe it's the same it person. Be the same person. Listen, I wouldn't I put it past it. him. I would write in my notes when it came to the funeral after everyone died because, of course, Sam got off the bus and everyone plummeted to their doom. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Todd pulls up. Bloodworth pulls up at the funeral. And I really wrote, Tony Todd pulls up at the funeral like a random event. Quote, death doesn't like to be cheated, end quote. That's the first thing he said. Death doesn't like to be cheated. He just started whispering and dropping gems, and these people were like, what you mean, mister? I'm like, who are you? How did you get here? Like, I don't understand. Bruh. But, you know, this one had Samari kills. That it gem did. kill was nasty. It was. It was. That was gnarly. It that was gnarly. It definitely was. It definitely oh, was. Man. The laser, the laser eye jank wasn't too bad. That was crazy. Um, and that's all I'm going to say on that. That yeah. was crazy. And I was very much stressed and that's why I will never do lazy, uh, laces. Okay. Fair. I will never do laces unless I literally had to, because the doctor said so it's yeah. either laces or be blind. And I would consider it. And this movie introduces the idea of, you know, if you kill somebody who wasn't supposed to die, you get their years. 
that this is brand new. I was like, girl, y'all just throwing theories at us now. What's going on? And this wasn't even proved. Like, so you could. So is that why evil people stay alive a long time? Is that what you're trying to say? And also, like, damn, that sucks, man. Like, in that case, they immortal, and I hate it. It's a sad ending, and I like that. But also, oh man, listen, I was like, okay, so that's why Peter was like, you know, I see. Sam and Molly having dinner, but fuck y'all. I'm about to take all y'all lives because I'm living. Why do you deserve to live? Oh Peter my was wilding out. Ooh. He needed some assistance and everybody was trying to tell him that. Also, I understand because his girl died, but this ain't the way, baby. And it's this not is my not. fault. Now, Sam and Molly, they really decided to get back together. They was trying to give us this love story in the middle of this horror movie, girl. And, you know, for this, I guess it worked because the first thing we do is get introduced to this couple who are having a disagreement off jump. Like, we don't even know... He's, bitch, he didn't even know at first why she was breaking up with him. And then, of course, it was because, she, you know, she tells him, Molly tells Sam, basically, I feel like you're being complacent because Sam is like, you are my life. I am here for you. And she's like, actually, no, you are you should be chasing your dreams, which is being a fucking chef and focusing on me and staying here is holding you slash us back. So ultimately, in the end, they decide to, Molly decides to go with Sam and they get on flight 180. Oh. to Paris. That's right, motherfucker. We're back at movie one. They are on flight 180, and they die. And I think he's having a premonition at the same time. No, Alex is Alex having a He's on the, on the airplane. And they like, see the him going, like, going dummy, and then he they get kicked off the plane. So my thought is, how come he wasn't pivy to that? Was he, was you know, was he all of a sudden just blind to what Death was doing? Well, he saw it, but I don't think he reacted fast enough because I would have got off right behind them. You have been here before, my friend. He, I don't know what he thought, but they got on that plane and their ass was gone. Because Cooked up. In the CGI, same CGI. That man, Alex, got off that plane. I said, "Lord have mercy." When you realize they're on the same flight, it's like, "Yeah, we're going to Paris." Me, no, no, y'all no. not. You're going. Get off the plane. You're going to God. That's where you're going. Korea. You're going to the upper room, Slim. That's what you about to go to, bitch. It's over. That's get it. off the plane. The plane. Get off the plane. Shut up. Get off the fucking plane. And that is the end of the Final Destination franchise. My question is, and I know they've wrapped us this shit up and sealed it tight with a bow, hooking it back in the movie one, and I know some people are probably pissed. I'm not even going to hold you. What a brilliant way to end it. I thought it was fun. I, I liked it. Upset. I, I liked didn't that, that tie-in. I had a fun time. Because I know what the fuck these movies are. Yeah. Okay. Um, my question is, how would you rank these? Oh God. Um, I would do one, two, three, one. I don't even know what would be my favorite. Two would be my favorite, I think. But also, it's like we can't have two without one. Um, but I guess two is the one that's the more rewatchable. Two slash three, more so two than three. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be basically one, two, three. Two and three is on the same line. One is at the top. Okay. Um, five and then four at the bottom. And okay. five only because I like the way it tied back into the beginning. So mm-hmm. it did a full circle and ultimately um, wrapping up Death's extensive list as far as I know. Mm-hmm. If y'all want to see like a, t- a timeline on that, we're serious. Check out CZ's World, like little videos. I don't know that man, but I did like the way he strings together information, information not just for this, but he does a lot for like different universes, like the Stephen King universe. There's a whole situation on Saul. Like, mm-hmm. if there's like a series 
uh, or excuse me, a franchise or a movie that tends to have a lot of different installments. Um, he does a good job of compiling all the information together. I know there's other people on the YouTube machine that do a good job too, so just Google those guys or YouTube map. Um, and then four, because they tried to face the, the force the mega crowd on me, and I hate everything about it. I hated it then, I hate it now, I hate it forever. You will not catch me at a NASCAR race. I know that black people are trying to storm that shit over. Shout out to you, black man. Do what you got to do. But they also left the noose. I, I, I'm sorry I forget that man's name, but they left the noose in his fucking cubby, and I hate that. So, yeah, no thank you. I'm not trying to be at the MAGA event. Sorry. Yeah, mine is um, 21354. My head went like this was a passcode. Yep. Two, okay. So One, two, yeah. three, five, four. Okay, that's roughly what I said. Minus yeah, but the two you had your things kind of float on the same line. Yeah. Okay. I, I think one is a pinch better than three. But yeah. I like three is a little more exciting, but they're still fun. I still enjoy them. I like like two is just my favorite. I I know some of it's really silly and there's slow motion yeah. and some dumb shit, but. I had a really good time. And if it comes out of the five of them, which one do you pick? I'm choosing two. That's just it. Fair. It has, like, some of the best, like, replay ability. Like, it does. you could just throw it on in the back and be, I think it's it's the car accident. It is. And it stresses me the fuck out. Also, the deaths are fun. Yeah. And you don't expect them to happen because it'd be, like, two people dying at once. That happens twice. was getting them hoes out the way. Quickly. The way. Out the entire way. But yeah. How would you guys rank this? You know, let us know um, when you pull up to our Instagram or our Twitter at Girl That's Scary. Okay, okay. You can send us an email at grltspod at gmail.com if you want to get into our bonus content. Bonus exclusive. More shit. You feel me? That was extra. Okay. Giving it to him. Yes. Um, you can pull up on our Patreon. And that's patreon.com forward slash girl that's scary. Um, pull up on us and let us know how you feel about Final Destination. What's your favorite? Um, what's your favorite kill? Because they have some What's your favorite kills. installment as well? Listen. What's your least favorite? Mm, do you, you know, did that's you gonna fuck be with the CGI? I want to figure out, I want to chop it up honestly with someone who's like, I fucking love this crazy ass CGI. Are you nostalgic or are you just, you know, just like random stuff? I'm very interested. I am. And thank you to everybody for every retweet, every rate, um, every subscription. Rate us five stars and five star checks. Um, every positive, any honestly general feedback. We thank you so much. Thank you to our Patreon supporters. Um, thank you, everybody, because we truly appreciate it. Yes, we do. And until next time, y'all. Bye. bye.